0: And Jeremy's the reality podcast. Jeremy and I were thinking about some of the funny comedic stuff we used to do back in the early days because we were a comedy double act. And um, it's interesting. I was very sad recently when um, Bobby Ball died um, from Cannon and Ball fame, who were another famous comedy double act. And they were together for 40, 50 years as a double act. Mm. But I heard in the obituary that even though they never actually split as a double act, there was a two-year period that although they worked together, they never actually spoke otherwise.
1: Oh, they fell out for
0: a bit. They, they fell out, but they continued to work. They continue to do gigs and shows and turn up and do their jobs. But they never spoke socially for about two years.
1: And what was all um,
0: that about? No idea. And then they finally got made up, made up, and on they I'm went. That
1: bloody tired.
0: Yeah. And I think it's very interesting that dub- comedy double acts do have a slightly sort of fractious uh, time. Uh, Morecambe and Wise are the same. But anyway, the point Mar- is Morello
1: Mar- and Blake, very similar.
0: Well, we had what I still believe was a very funny comedy double act. And um, when we went on at the beginning, uh, of our training days we would work very 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 hard to make get people laughing mm. get them on our side and then it will make the rest of the day very very easy um and one of the things was that about we would 30 minutes of stand-up before we go oh, into it wasn't it definitely definitely i remember one gig in particular in ireland uh, you may remember this in a hotel not far from dublin airport um for a major bike retailer Okay, and yeah. uh, we had about oh, 60, wonderful. 70 people in the room. And we had them in the palm oh. of our hands. It was one of the oh. best days ever. Do you remember the laughter I, in that room? Uh, that
1: was heaven. And afterwards, all the guys who'd come over from Northern Ireland said, mm. why don't you come and see us? Yeah. And we'll take you all around the Giant's Causeway and we'll have a really good time. And we loved those gigs. Oh, oh heaven. That was that was such fun. Selling bikes, selling bike helmets, up sale.
0: Yeah. Oh, it was heaven. And so that was the the thing that we kind of did with our trading, especially in the early days. We we created this delivery that was a, a comedy double act because the and, comedy we
1: should say yeah. is in that there is comedy in customer service because everybody knows what crap service is. Mm. Instead of being serious about it and saying you can't say this, you just do it. You bring it alive in the room. People go, people recognizing, go, oh gosh, yes, I probably do do that. Or you you know you amplify it, people start laughing and then they realize I should change we could do better yeah and I think it's the right route you know to, to to get to somebody isn't to sort of be vociferous and tell them all off and you and I have been on the receiving end of that in our careers but to have mm. humor to encourage change I think is a, a great way to get to it
0: so we started off by saying look let's think about the beginning of the conversation when you speak to a customer, whether it be retail or on the phone, actually, this works. And we always used a quote by a chap called Elmer Wheeler, who was one of the original um, sales training gurus from um, the 30s, 40s, and 50s. And he always said, your first 10 words are more important than your next 10,000. So think about that. Your first 10 words are more important than your next 10,000. That's when it comes to selling something. So let's imagine that I am wandering into a shop um, and for the sake of argument, let's imagine it's a lovely shop full of suits, Jeremy. And you're nice. the tailor and you're hanging around looking for a customer. And I'm wandering through and I'm looking at these lovely suits and I'm looking at the price tags. And eventually, after you've let me have a bit of a wonder, you hit me with a... Can help you? Sorry? Can help you? Oh, can I help you? Right, I see. Uh, no, no, thanks. I, I'm just looking.
1: Right, well, I'm just over here if you need anything.
0: I mean, just think about that. What how much is a suit? Hundred quid, hundred and fifty, two hundred quid. You know, there's money to be spent. I've walked into a suit shop. I haven't come in for pineapples. You know, I've come in because I'm in a shop full of suits. Well, to can link, you can you help me? I mean, can you to link to a previous it. episode? Would that have happened in Hepworths? No way. No, not back in the 70s and 80s. But imagine that. So let's just deconstruct that. So we've used the word kelp you instead of can I help you? Because people say it all day long. So it kind of corrupts. Kelp you, kelp you, kelp you, kelp you, kelp you." you. Now, that's just one example. The point is it hands control to the customer and Mr. and Mrs. Listener, you're listening to us now. You know that you all say, no thanks, just looking. Or if you do want some help, you say, mm, all right, then I'm just thinking about, and you can then set the agenda for the conversation. So can I help you? Hands control to the customer. It's about 200 years old. No one's ever bothered to change it. And people think that it is the best way to begin.
1: And then the worst are when you know there's a few new ones that have emerged mm. over the years. There's one that the young lad wonders if you've escaped from a local, yeah, so hospital gone, can, can, of psychiatric so, so, support.
0: So, so give me that. I'm just wandering in the shop. I'm looking at suits.
1: Good it's, morning. Are you all right?
0: <laughs> Why do I look like I'm slightly insane? Yeah.
1: Have you? Is it? Is your? Are you? Are you with a little party and you've lost them? I know. I know. I know. You're fifty, but.
0: Right. I mean, it's just so ridiculous. Now let's try another one. Let's imagine Jeremy's wandering in my shop, and I'm the tailor, and he's wandering around. I think, oh, look, there's a customer over there. Wonder, so I wonder. walk over and I go, uh, "Hi, how are you today?"
1: Um, I'm not that well, actually.
0: Oh, oh God, I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: oh. I lost my. Oh, I lost my cat oh, last night. God, oh God.
0: Oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. I mean, imagine that. How are you today? He's a stranger. Okay. I don't know him at all. And I'm asking oh. him how he is. And all the today's you know? Today.
1: How are you today? And he's for you today? Like we're back on airplanes. Tea for you today? Oh, today, today, today. Today is done to death.
0: Mm. Now today. Uh, We always used to tell this story as well Which is uh, And this is true I went into a shop in Glasgow in Scotland To try and find my wife a dress I'd been away for a week Training I thought I'd better take her a present So I went into this very nice Lady's shop to find her a dress And I'm looking around And this um, girl who was in the corner of the shop Hi. she Hi Are you doing alright there? You doing or right? I'm not doing anything here. I'm just looking for a dress. Are you doing all right there? <laughs> I
1: mean, she was in the club. She was in the club. Oh, <laughs> are, <laughs> are you doing all right? Ah, there? You and I had Malibu and Cooks last night. <laughs> do
0: you know what I mean? It's just ridiculous. It was are you and Bandioke, right wasn't it? Right with that guy doing the Oasis stuff? We did do Bandioke. That was great. Um, but yes, so are you doing all right there? How are you today? Can I help you? Kelp you? Ning help you? Are you all right? Are you all right there? You know, and I, I, no um, thanks.
1: Just looking. We all want to work
0: in isolation. I was in Salisbury. Remember this, Jay? Um, I drove late one night to Salisbury. We had a gig the next morning, and I'd forgotten my black suit shoes. Okay, so I popped into the uh, shop we won't mention on the main street, Salisbury. Yeah, and I (laughs) wandered in, and there was a young lady in the men's department, and she was reading a magazine by the till, and she was just pulling the magazine over. And then licking her fingers, and then she just went. You're right. I mean, she could have sold me a fifty pound pair of shoes. I was that desperate. I just turned around and walked out. I thought, serve me, give me some service, please. So what we did was we then trained people in this idea of effective opening questions, and we had this series of sketches that we ran through, um, which I still think are very funny. We met Michael uh, Spiegler, remember that? Yes, Michael Spiegler. So he was a guy who had a, a chain of beauty salons. And uh, we did this sketch all about a lady called Barbara going oh. to visit a Croydon so beauty salon. So
1: you doing a pantomime yeah. dame.
0: Oh, it's so funny. And I would come on rest- as a woman, oh. sit down, and then Barbara will come in, sit down, and Michael will go over. And go on, give us the line, Jeremy.
1: Good morning, Barbara. So...
0: Hello. Hi.
1: Are you looking for something practical or exciting? Oh,
0: exciting? Me? What do you mean, exciting?
1: Well, we could run some... Autumn hues through your hair. <laughs> I'll bring it in slightly tighter at the back. Oh, I can yeah, see he's doing it's it. A true story. Oh, it's lovely. It's stuff. Really Michael funny. had advised Barclays Bank and helped the government yeah, a bit. Brought the house he told down. Me that, he told me that effect. Him. I loved it. Yeah, loved the, it.
0: And that and that beginning set up the day, didn't it? It was just brilliant. And every and nobody forgets. Kelp you. Um, you know, nobody forgets, are you looking for something practical or exciting? And the chocolate um, company. Hi, you're through to the chocolate company. Um, are you calling about the Valentine's special?
1: Oh, look at my watch. The 10th of February.
0: Oh, no, uh, what's that? Well, the Valentine's special is a beautiful heart-shaped box, nice heart-shaped chocolates delivered on Valentine's mm. Day. Normally £30. It's nineteen ninety nine, including postage. Should I put you down for one of those? Oh, yeah, you're a lifesaver. Cause- and what was the other thing you called about?
1: Well, you've got this thing called the Dark Chocolate Club. I'm oh, well, big I can a fan of the... that, too.
0: Oh, tea sales. Come on. Oh. We had all these examples of different things. And, and they um, loved it. They'd, get, they'd yeah. be the
1: most creative ever. They'd go into groups. They'd create these lists of brilliant, effective openings to use Yeah. face-to-face over the phone. Oh, it was good fun technique.
0: And it? it all sprang from, help you help you now it's interesting on the phone we hear it a lot as well you know if you ring up certain hotels they're trained to say their name they're trained to say the name of the hotel and then they're just trained to say how can i help you so you could have somebody saying hi through to bob morrell at the four seasons hotel tower bridge how can i help you that is a long long thing so it becomes i don't think how can I help you it's just Ridiculous. I remember and, I used to ring know.
1: my nursery to get one of my kids early. And we go to the said, and if we can help you. Tracy. Hi, Jeremy. Yes. Why do you do that? Oh, we're we're told to at head office. Told to what? Say makes your note. Say the name of the nursery and then say how can I help you?
0: Just to summarise this, looking back on our time together as a double act, Jay, I mean, we did have some great, hey, great
1: Hey, don't use the past
0: tense. Well, I'm just going back to those early days when this sort of stuff was what we did every single day and we were always out. We were always uh, in nice regional towns and then we went to America. We did it in America, went down a storm, did it all over the US. We did it in India. Do you remember we did it in India? I mean, that Kelpie did... sketch has been around the world. You know, Kelpie has been around
1: the world and it was just you and I and then... We got, got enough work, thank the Lord. We started to grow and realised we had to divide.
0: There is, um, there is a number of great stuff about double acts. There is a new, well, there's a really good, really good episode of Inside Number Nine about a showbiz oh, yes. double act called Cheese and Crackers. And that... No, called I, Bernie Clifton's Dressing Room. Yes, that's what the sketch is called, but the double act is called oh, Cheese I and see. Crackers. Yes. yes. And the, um, I'm not going to give anything away, but if you're ever interested in the, in the dynamics of a double act, you should mm. watch that because um, <laughs> it's so very, very moving, wonderfully yeah. acted by Steve Pemberton, Reese Shearsmith. Um, and uh, I, I, whenever when I watched that, I called Jeremy the next day. I said, You must yeah. watch this because. He you said, know, I must watch it now and I watched yes. it literally now and wrong you back flubbing yes. down Skype I remember yes because because there is something for all of the disadvantages of being a double act there are many many advantages and it is um it is a rare thing we mm. always used to, we always used to say you know we're the only you know double act in the business and I honestly think we are I haven't seen any yet I haven't seen any other double acts at all not in uh, the same do way what we do no not with our background I mean,
1: of no. drama school no not Not actually people who become enter trainers.
0: Yeah, yeah. The um, good news is, if you know if if things ever go south, we can always end up doing versions of our sketches at um, you know, on the ends of piers or on cruise ships or things like that. You know, I could see you as a compare on a cruise ship. I think that would be be very good for you.
1: Fantastic! I, I'd model myself on Tom O'Connor. I think
0: <laughs> you would. You'd 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 be very hey, good. Hey, hey, yeah, you would, and you'd be a devil in the bar on the evening as well. That that would be very good. Yeah. Tom
1: O'Connor, of course, who goes on free cruises with his wife yeah. in return for doing the odd gig.
0: Beautiful. It's great, isn't it? Free Never goes. have to retire. You see? No, absolutely not.
1: Puts no. his dicky bow on, does a little bit, mm, goes exactly. and has the captain's dinner.
0: That'll be well, ours. Should we? Should we love them yes. and leave him? Nice to see you, Jay. Nice to reminisce down memory. That was lane. fun.
1: Take care, Bobby Boy. All the best. Bye.
0: Bob and Jeremy's Conflap. The Reality Podcast.